Okay, well, last time we spoke about Mishumar um, Nevat. I mean, if a person um, didn't follow the Mishmit, then he either guarded his produce or he worked the land. Um, and what, and that, the short version of it is that those are Mutta Binyam. Okay, the Mishumar Nevat, the, the Din Lamai says that it's Mutta. Now we're going to talk about uh, more serious So we just mentioned it in passing this time, and that is Svikin. Okay, and Svikin is. Um, that with the word sviach is used in the Torah. It says a sviach something. Okay, anyhow, it says it uses the word sviach regarding shemitah, and sviach means something that grows by itself. Okay, something that grew by itself, no one planted it. So the minat Torah, the way we pass them, minat Torah sviach and mother. Okay, something that grows by itself on shemitah, no one did anything wrong, it just grew by itself. It's mother. The Chacham were concerned that people would uh, plant things. And they would say, oh, it grew by itself. I didn't, I didn't plant it, it just grew by itself. So they would, that would be their own, you know, they, they would pretend that they had grown, that they had, that they had grown, by, they had grown by itself. So Chum said, anything that needs to be replanted every year, and anything that's, that needs to be planted, if it grew by itself, it's also India. So that means is, that vegetables and spices and grains and herbs, all these kind of things that every year you have to replant them, then they're also, um, if, even if they grew by themselves, they're also India. Why do they make it there like that for this specific? Oh, very good question. So, so Sean, I wasn't sure if I should say this or not. Why, why they place where a person can do something wrong and say, oh, just have me like that? Oh, I, I, okay, I misunderstood your question. The, the, no, someone no, asked, someone is from Zaman, how come Meshumma Benevad on Mutter and Svich and Aser? Why did Chacham Aser one but not one and not the other two? That they asked him this question. Correct. Guarding your parents is also Mitharaisa, and not letting anybody take your parents is also Mitharaisa, and working the land, it could have been anything, whatever you do. Maybe you, maybe you pruned your grape trees, and so then those, those parents don't get usher, so why not? He said, what's the difference between them? Okay, so I would have thought, I would have thought the answer to the question is, by Svichin, by if not for you, there wouldn't be a plant altogether. Svichin okay, means that someone planted it. Not that, not that uh, it, it was Meshumar Benevit, it's just the plant was there, and if he did the wrong thing, he may have made it been better fruit, made a little more fruit, but when, when I, I planted uh, tomatoes, if not for me, there wouldn't be any tomatoes. Okay, so I can see that as being more serious. Now, what are these plants? Orange meat? No, no, orange meat, though. How do they, they grow? Tomatoes? Yeah. Plant tomatoes. I mean, I want water or something. Sweet? Sweet. was on what? Things that grew by themselves. Yeah, how common is that? Oh, it's very common. Yeah, Seeds get left on the on the farm. Yeah, things just grow. Yeah, we, uh, just the other day I passed fields that were growing one thing, and there were pieces of corn growing up in the middle of it, and some seeds fall on the ground. They just grew. So the Xerxes said, I would have planted. If not for me, there wouldn't be any corn here at all. And now all of a sudden there's corn growing here, so that's maybe. Okay, but Rosham Samus says, he explains it like this, just for your curiosity. He answers like this. He says, it's for two different reasons. He says, Meshumar, the reason why they didn't answer it is because when someone would guard his field and not let somebody in, that's a very public thing. You don't hide that you're being shown your field. He says, so there's nothing to be geyser on. Well, not geyser for the person doing it publicly. It would be geyser for someone who's trying to surreptitiously. He's just trying to, like, sneak it by and not let anybody know. So, surreptitiously. Okay, however the word is. Okay, whatever. Serendipity is something. Okay. Serendipity is speaking things that grow on their own. Okay, fine. And he says, Nevad, he says, Nevad, the reason why they didn't ask Nevad is because if they would ask you Nevad, things that people had worked the way in on Shemitah, they would have had to ask her, that means if a person would have worked his peach tree, they would have to ask her the tree. Well, that would have this really long-term effect on the person. It would be also for years, I mean, forever. Because if he did work on the tree, they, if, they, if they asked her things that someone had done work on the land, they'd have to ask her, sometimes that would mean asking the tree for good. 
And that time was too serious. So since to answer never, they would have had to answer the whole item, not just, you know, if you go to tomato plant, they could ask the tomato plant. But never on a tree means a long-term thing. They don't want to get make it so far, so they didn't answer it. That's what he says. Okay. So whatever the answer is. So this answer called Svikin is, uh, is probably the most serious issue people have to consider when they go out to buy food on Shemitah. Okay? Again, Mishumar never doesn't ask for the food. But if I want to buy food and it's, and it's potentially Svikin, then that's my, for me, for most people, that ends up being the most serious thing that they have to do. Today, we're going to talk about how Svikin affects, how the issue of Svikin affects, I use the word consumers, but I mean people who consume the product, how they have to think about that, which is how we usually think about it. Next time, Mr. Shem, we're going to talk about Svikin, how that affects farmers, um, some very unexpected things from next time about how Svikin affects the farmers. Okay, today we're talking about people who want to use the Svikin, okay, which is what most of us think of. Okay. Okay, so knowing what the Svar was, why they asked Svikin, they asked Svikin because they were afraid people would play it and pretend that it had grown by itself, um, plays a big role in the dinim. I'm going to give you five applications that, that, that the Svara has in making the dinim. Okay? Well, how the logic for the Isser is, plays a role in the details of how the Isser carries itself out. Okay? So the first one is something you would guess, which is, well, since the Isser is because people might plant something and pretend that it grew by itself, therefore, it only applies to things that get planted every year. It doesn't apply to trees. Okay, so oranges are not speaking, because nobody plants oranges every year. You don't plant orange trees every year. You have to plant tomatoes every year, but it doesn't apply to things like fruits. Now, in that... I'm going to say something else right with Xera. Again? Xera is that we're afraid someone's going to plant something and say that... Pretend that... Pretend. So what's the point of the pretending part? Well, because he, he looked like a bad person right. had he planted a whole field of corn. So instead he just says, no, this stuff just grew by itself. He, he doesn't look bad. Like, he's walking around at night dropping seeds on the floor. Right, is it there? So what are they, how will they stop people from doing that? So they stop by saying, even if it grows by itself, you can't eat it. So you would have nothing to gain by that. No one's going to buy your stuff, or you won't be able to eat it yourself. You'll, you'll look bad. So it's like, oh, that must be us. Don't take that in. You can't eat it. It's in the field. It wasn't six years old. Okay, so now, in this rule, for these rules, it depends on what has to be planted each year. It does not depend on, for Hilchus Brachas, what's considered a pre-haetz. Okay, so, and the example is, some talks about this, you have bananas, you have bananas, we pass them in the Der Hadama, we pass them in the Der Hadama, but for this, for these purposes, they're not in the din of Svichen, because you don't plant banana trees every year, they grow for a number of years. So therefore, a banana, in this respect, bananas are like trees, that they make a bar of Priyadama, but they are like trees in that they don't get planted every year, and therefore, there's no shots that if I see a banana growing, I say, oh, we have to worry that someone planted it this year. Okay? And, um, similarly, similarly, uh, berries, which we also make hatamas on, also they grow for a number of years, so they're not in this zero to say that they should be also because someone might have planted them, because they're the kind of thing that grow for many years rather than something that grows just for one time. Watermelon? Watermelon is a plain old hatam and it gets planted every year. Yeah, it plants every year. It's like, you put seeds in the ground. It grows on, on the floor. Okay, now, the, the next thing is, um, there, there are the, there's a mission that, that refers to something, but everybody calls it the Arabic South. There's four types of fields, there are four special fields, four unusual fields. They're the types of fields that nobody plants anything on. And since nobody plants in these types of fields, therefore there's no association for things that grow on those fields. Now, it sounds very odd, what I'm saying to you now. I'm going to save it but for next time. Next time I'm going to hear about the, the very unexpected nafkamina that came out of this special, this din. 
the, again, the answer is because you might plant something. If it's a field that nobody would plant on, then the Chazal didn't ask for those fields. Okay, we're going to find those Arab that have a special enough community. What? That depends. It depends on whether there is, we're going to talk in a second about whether there's a Kiddush Shavir to that. Um, it, it depends on that. If it is, then it is. Um, if people plant it, then people plant it. If people think of it and it's considered something with Kedusha Shavis, then it is. This is not, these are types of fields, not, not like Atashay, no, this is not just types of fields that nobody would plant in. Okay. We'll, we'll do it next time. Okay. It's a mission. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. The next thing is, what happens if you have foods that usually are not cultivated? Okay. It's the kind of foods that grow wild, and nobody ever makes an effort to cultivate these fields. Tomatoes are cultivated, and cucumbers they are, but there are things that grow... Are you yeah, yeah. on um, yeah, I was going to say that. Give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Right, right. So the mission has got a long list of, of foods that are like that. Okay. The, the, the mission has got a long list of foods. I was going to say it. Just give me a second. The, the mission has got a long list of foods that are included in this. Okay, but, but the list of foods is not important to us. Even if we can f- figure out what all those words meant, it depends on what, what, what practically in your day people do or don't cultivate. It doesn't really depend on what is. So even if we knew what all those words in the mission meant, it wouldn't be so many times. Some of them we do. But... Um, and because, because of what I just said, Rukhain um, Kineski talks about it like this. He says, it used to be, it used, mushrooms were uh, something that grow wild, and it used to be that they were known. There's no such thing as cultivating mushrooms, and people would just eat mushrooms. However they found them, they would eat mushrooms. And since it was like that, he says, it used to be, that he has a long clear about this, but he says it used to be L'Chayra that mushrooms would qualify as something that grows wild, and that there's no Isser Srikhan on them because... Uh, they, they, always, they grow wild and nobody cultivates them. They qualify for this thing. Um, I don't remember. I believe I think he talks about that. I, I believe there are. I, I believe he talks about. It. I don't remember. I don't know what he says. But but he says. But nowadays nowadays we don't. The, the bulk of mushrooms are not eaten. Are not the ones that are grow wild. The mushrooms now are, are very much cultivated. People have whole factories, or what if you want to call that, farm factories of making mushrooms. And therefore, he says, even though in theory, a hundred years ago, it might have qualified for this thing, nowadays it doesn't. Now, the, it, it, well, my son, that said, so this reason for why mushrooms shouldn't be sweetened doesn't apply anymore. But, if you remember, we have a combination of a few things. When we learned, we talked about the way they grow mushrooms nowadays. Okay. And the way they grow mushrooms nowadays, in some of the ways that they grew, we spoke about it then, some of the ways that they grow mushrooms qualify as Atashen and Akub and Zerayah Papayas. And we talked about a few times ago that things that grow in the greenhouse may have no Kedusha to them. And we're going to talk about in a minute that things that have no Kedusha Shviyas also don't have Nisus Okay, So if we, have, if we put all the pieces of the puzzle together, if we have the right kind of a growth that qualifies for a thing that would be uh, Zerayah Papayas and Atashen and Akub, like in, in the right kind of ways, then... It won't have Kedusha Shviyas, and it won't have Isra Shviyas either. Okay, I hope I didn't lose everybody on that one. Okay, so, Chaykeski um, is talking about from this Cheshvin, should it be considered not Shviyas because it grows wildly and no one cultivates them? But he says it doesn't. Nowadays it doesn't. But it might qualify from a different reason, from the way we grow them nowadays. Okay, and the other the last thing I wanted to say was, what Rabbi Eisenberg had said was, an example of things that nowadays that we don't cultivate is dandelions. Okay, everyone's got dandelions. I don't shouldn't say that. I'm insulting you. I've got lots of dandelions on my grass. Okay, growing wild on my grass. They're all I have my gardener cultivated against them. Okay, we got lots of dandelions going all over the place. I'm picking. There are people nowadays who 
considered medicinal, and there are lots of people who eat them, or eat parts of them, or make teas out of them, all kinds of things that they do with them. So that would look qualify as a food that the bulk of dandelions are not, no one's cultivating them. I, mean, I guess maybe there's somebody in the farm out there that grows dandelions. Um, Baruch Hashem, we grow plenty of them. Um, so we, 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 those kind of foods, Lakhari would not need to be disrespected. Okay. Okay. Generally, you said watch people. Remember that these watch people. People would come by, just three, four older European kind of walking around with a bag and walking through all the fields. Really? Pulling up the sandals, putting them in the bag. Really? And then they build you for the garden. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, the next thing, the fourth, the fourth afternoon is like this. Yushalmi says like this. Yushalmi says, declares about it and basically comes to the conclusion that there's no instance of sweeping on Tevin. Okay, what's Tevin? Tevin is, in English, a straw. Straw is, you just, for, for we need it for this case, to understand what that is. Straw is, when you have grain growing, if you cut off the top of it, the part that you want to eat, the, the, the stalk, the grassy part of it that's left is called tevin. Okay? It's not eaten by people, it's eaten. It's Michael Behemoth. So, uh, the Rosh Cerulio, on his, in his period on the Yushalmi, says, what the, what the Yushalmi is talking about is, is there an Isra Svichin on Michael Behemoth? Okay? We know that Isra Svichin on things that we eat, but, but the Shaila in the Yushalmi, which in the conclusion is that there is not, is... Did they make the issue of Svechim or Michael Behema? Now, Michael Behema has Kedusha Shvi'as to it. Not just Michael, but Michael Behema also has Kedusha Shvi'as. But the clear of the Yushalmi is, did they make it a zero of Svechim or Michael Behema also? And the decision is, no, there's no issue of Svechim or Michael Behema. That's what he says. The Chazanish um, says he doesn't understand it. He says, what should be the difference? If the issue is, they ask you the food because you might plant it, well, people plant things so their animals also. Animals have to eat, so people plant for animals. So what, in Swara, there's no reason why Michael Behemoth shouldn't have the same thing. But that's a logical question, he's saying. But then he brings a bunch of riots that he, that it's not correct, a number of riots that show that really there is an issue speaking of Michael Behemoth. One of them I'll mention to you is, there's a din, we're going to talk in a second, about what happens for produce that grows into the eighth year. Okay, and there's a, the, it, it technically does not have the din of Svichin on it. We'll talk about that in a second. But technically it doesn't have the din of Svichin. And, and it, the, the Raman brings over there that, that because it's technically not Svichin, you're allowed to let your animals eat that produce. It's, it's technically not Svichin. We'll find out in a second what it is. It's technically not Svichin. Animals can eat it. So he says, so you see that if not that it was Svichin, if, if not that it was a special category of the eighth year, you would not let your animals eat it. You see that Michael, that Michael Bahama is an issue of speaking. Okay? So he, he has a few rights like this, that there are these animals eating Michael you, you, Yes, you could argue like that. So he's, but he says that the, the, the he, he has a few rights. Each one of them, you could talk about them. And he argues that there is an issue of of speaking uh, on Michael Bahama. Um Zaman accepts that. He takes what the Hazard says at the face value. And Tzitzel he's not so convinced. He brings a lot of others who argue on this. I mean, the Rosh Shemir is the obvious one who argues on He's right there on the Gemara. Others don't like that. Man. And the, Ra- the, the I forgot to explain to you. The Chazanish says, well, what about the Gemara? The Gemara is talking about Tevin. This, he says, this is what the Gemara is clear. It's like this. Tevin is a byproduct of the grain that grows on the top of the stalk. So the grain on the top of the stalk, excuse me, is Asr Esvichin. That's for sure Asr Esvichin. So since the main part of the food it's going to be Asura Svichin anyhow. You didn't have to be worried that someone would plant Tevin just for the, for the stalk of it, because the main part is not going to be edible anyhow. The main part is going to be Asura. So since the main part will be Asura, Chacham didn't need to Asura the stalk also, because it's only a secondary part. So Tevin and a few other cases that the Gemara brings are all secondary to something that will be Asura Svichin, and therefore it's Mutter. What happens if I have something that's completely Michael Behemoth? It's not secondary to the Michael Behemoth, it's, the whole plant is a Michael Behemoth, then the plain old zero applies there. 
Okay, so Tevin is a special case. Tevin is not an example of a oh, Michael Behemoth, it's an unusual Michael Behemoth, which is which is a byproduct of a Michael Adam. So you're saying the initial zero was on the on the No, nobody would plant the the Chacham is making a zero because they're afraid you might plant. Right. If we say if you're gonna plant wheat and you're not gonna be able to eat the wheat, so we don't need to ask for the grain. The, the stock, no one's gonna plant the wheat just to get the stalk out of it. If I'm not going to have to eat the wheat part of it, you don't have to be chosh, you don't have to ask me on the, on the stalk, because I wouldn't plant it just for the stalk. I can't eat the wheat anyhow. Just for the stalk, I wouldn't have done it. But if I was doing something else that is just for animals, I'm growing alfalfa just for animals, then maybe I plant the alfalfa just for my animal. Then you have to be chosh on it. Okay, the question at stake over here is, is, the, is there shvish in general? Not no, not, not no, no, no. There is shvish in my head. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Is there shvish on it? So, Yushami seems to be asking that question, is there this Yisrael on Tevin? So Chazanah said, no. But what Yushami is saying is like this. Of course there's an Yisrael on Machabeh. But here the Machabeh is only secondary to the real thing you're planting. Therefore, Nathan Chum did not ask that. Because you wouldn't plant it just for the secondary part. So that, why would you not allow let your animal eat Yisrael as opposed to every other Yisrael in the world that you let your animal eat? Good question. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Okay. Wait, good question. Wait, I'm not sure. But last thing is like this. So there's no cash for the animal. Okay, our last not minute before we move on to the next part of this is that we're going to find out when we talk about Kedusha uh, Shviyas when we talk about Kedusha Shviyas we talk about Kedusha we're going to find out that there's a very uh, pretty well known a, a big machlokis as to whether if a guy owns a field whether his, in Eretz whether his produce has Kedusha Shviyas or not we're going to talk about that when we get to Kedusha Shviyas everybody agrees but that there is no Isr Svichen on that produce. Okay, so it may have Kedusha Shviyas, but all agree that there's no Isr Svichen on that produce that grows by God. Um, the reason is because, Ram explained, the reason is because, well, the Isr Svichen is because you might go plant it. And since you might plant it, Chacham said, we're going to ask the food so you won't plant it. Well, those kind of rules of, we're going to ask you food if you, if you can plant it, don't affect Gaim. Let him plant whatever he wants. So he's not kidding what Chacham said. He doesn't mean anything what Chacham said to him. So therefore, there's no point to ask her something grows in a, in a Gaim's field. So, <coughs> because of this, because of this din, that there's no Isra Svichen, one of the ways that people in Eretz Yisrael who don't use the Hetz Mechira, how, how do they get fresh vegetables? The way they get vegetables is, one of the ways that they do it is they go to fields that, are, that Arabs own. Okay, they go to the West Bank, they just go to Azra, and they go to a place, and they, get a, they go to them, the guy's growing tomatoes, and they buy tomatoes from him. Okay, it doesn't have, it's not Isra Svichen, it may have Kedusha Svichen, we'll find out about that, but that, that's livable, so to speak, I can deal with that, but it would be Svichen, I couldn't eat it at all, they go to, to uh, fields, to, to Goyim, and they buy um, food from them. So, how can you say that it would be Svichen? They plant cultivated, they plant it. They for what? Well, why, why does the whole question of Svichen come in? Well, if I, if I grew it myself, of course it's Svichen. Svichen is, even if you didn't grow it... What? You didn't grow it yourself, the guy grew it. Right, so if it's, well, it's not grow by itself. If, grew by, if it just grew by itself, let's say I have just a, in my backyard, a uh, plant just comes up. That's us, sir. So the guy is not worse than, than, than by itself. You know? Okay, so... Let's so if the only problem is Mr. Sweetis, and then how can you buy it from there? So we talked about that last time. You finagle your way how you buy it from the Arab. Okay, you find your way how to get it from the Arab, how you give them the money. We, we, there are ways to, to deal with that part of it. But that, that's like sort of, that's workable. But if it would be Svich and it's just us, I can't do anything. There's nothing. Okay, so now, one part that has to do with this thing is, the, 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 sitting in this room is, that this needs Hashkocha. If I'm going to say I'm going to go buy cucumbers from an Arab, okay, well then, you have to make sure you're really getting it from the Arab. 
And if I walked over to this field, I could get it. But if I'm buying it in the market, obviously you understand what's going to happen. The Yidden who can't sell the produce are going to give it to an Arab and tell him that he should sell it. Okay? So it needs hashkocha. It needs, obviously it needs hashkocha to make sure that it really is grown by, this, by the person, by the guy. That's obviously, okay? And uh, that depending on how security goes there to show whether that's possible. Can you send a mashkech really at the farms to make sure they're really bringing his cucumbers and not the Yid's cucumbers that he just diverted to this person? Okay? That's what I mean. But, there was a more fundamental issue. Okay, this first happened, the way it seems to me, in the Shemitah in 1910. Okay, better 100 years ago. Okay, tough regime. Okay, it was, th- this is the year that, that, that first happened. And Ruf Cook wrote a letter, um, uh, uh, a listener letter, you'll see here, so it works, um, about, about buying, about doing, uh, doing this thing. Okay, you can read it as it goes by. Uh, uh, what do you say? I try to slow down, you should be able to read it fast enough. Um, I bet. Okay, you can read it, I'll give you a second. It'll take 35 seconds. Okay, the time is going to stop at the end, the last paragraph. You can read the last paragraph. Okay, so he says... Cook says, he says, I can't, he says, I don't understand. He says, how to from Jews? No, he says, how can you go buy from the Arabs? How can you support them? He says, here we are trying to build up the Yushuf, we're trying to support people living in Eretz Yisrael, and by going ahead and spending money to go buy from the Arabs, he says, he says, I mean, he goes on and on, I'm not as poetic, but you could read what he has to say here, he says, he can't imagine how somebody could do something like this, that he can't imagine how somebody could possibly Go ahead and buy, buy from the claim. And really, what's going on here is like this. What's going on here? He's right to Rukhain Berlin, asking him that he should stop people from doing this. Okay? Rukhain Berlin, if I understand correctly, yeah, was, was the head of the Ada at that time. Or, or from the head of the Ada, from the old issue, and he was trying to get him to stop these people from doing this. So, so what's going on is like this. Well, really, what, there's a fundamental issue. We're going to talk about it when we get to the Hetem here. It's going on like this. There's an Isser in the Torah of Lai Sukhan. We're going to talk about it when we get to Hetem here. Which is, you're not allowed, one of the things that means is you're not allowed to give Goyim Chaniya Bakari. You're not allowed to help establish a nurse. So you're not allowed to sell them land. So the people who don't want, like the Hetem Mechir, say, it's an Isra to sell the Goyim piece of land. You're saying, take my land. There's an Isra, they say, an Isra the Raisa, to give the Goyim piece of land. So that, on the, if I could use the word, on the technical, what it says in the Torah, the Torah says, don't sell them a piece of land, and you're selling them a piece of land. And Rav Cook's argument was on the other side, which is from the hashkaf of it. What is the Torah saying? It says, don't let the Goyim have a beachhead near to Shaul. Don't let them in. Keep them away. He says, so by supporting their economy, you're building them up and making it easier for them to stay near to Shaul. So maybe on the technicalities of it, you haven't been... You didn't sell them a piece of land. But what you're doing is giving them a, a foothold in there to show, giving them some kind of support. Well, if you're doing that, that's the whole the third point is it doesn't want the gun to believe in there to show. So it's a place for you. So by doing this, you're supporting the living there. So from the from the hashkafa of it, you're being Ivan Lesukhan. The other side was well, from the technicalities of it, we don't want to be around the technicalities of Lesukhan, which is the settlement. Okay, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. So just against yes, it. Okay. What was the alternative? Two of them. I, I don't know. I was wondering. Someone typed them, and this is not his handwriting, right? You sure? 
Of course, look at every top of the I'm joking. Thing. I'm joking. We just found a nice font. It looks like it's a nice font. It's very nice. Okay. But if we typed it, yeah. Okay. Because we typed it, maybe it should be dead. Cook is what he I looked. I looked at it. It doesn't be cook at the bottom. It says eight cook at the end. I'll look at it again. I'll look at it again. Hey, okay, anyhow. So what, I can, what is the alternative? What, what do you want? So, well, he wants, I don't know if you read the beginning, he wrote, we finished the sixth look of Shemitah, he said, what he said, don't eat vegetables, or go out for chutzar. There are other options we we'll talk about. I won't get that to here, but okay, fine. Okay, see now, I want to tell you a few other details, and not so much to get to the reason of, of Shemitah, but it has to do with it. The first is like this. Um, we had mentioned some time ago, that the Isra Svichin does not apply to the lands of Oily Bavel. Okay, there are parts of Eretz Yisrael divided into two parts. We said then, the Oily Mitzrayim, the Oily Bavel, the parts that were captured we need in the first came to Yisrael, and the smaller amount that were captured by the Oily Bavel, the, the smaller amount, so the, the Isra of Svichin does not apply in the lands that are only from the Oily Mitzrayim. I got that backwards, from the Oily Mitzrayim. Okay, now, well, we said when we looked at then that the only lands that we can say with certainty are those lands, are the ones in Avery Yardin. Okay, and Avery Yardin, of course, is controlled by God right now. So it doesn't help us. This, this thing is not going to help us. There's no Isis Vichin on the, yeah. on the lands of Avery Yardin that has such enough community because in God's lands is anyhow no Isis Vichin. And all the lands of Avery Yardin on the other side of the Jordan are all controlled by God anyhow. So it doesn't really help us. If there be a Yid who owned a farm in Jordan, then we'd have to deal with it. Okay, fine. Now, the next thing is like this. The, the Ram says, um, his words are, his, in this thing is, Kol HaSvichin Asurum Bachila. That's, that's how he, he says, Kol HaSvich HaLetzurim B'Achila. So the Shara Melch says, he's going to die from that, he says, the Ram says, it's all Asur B'Achila, mashma, that there's no Isra Hana on Svichin. There is an Isra Achila, but there's no Isra Hana. And the Chazan accepts that, and many accept that, this deal that the Shara Melch makes. But, uh, Chaim Kiyos, he says, he says, I don't understand. He says, I believe you. He says, that it's Mutter B'Achila. He says, but what exactly Hanot did you have in mind? Okay, and he, I'm going to list you off now. For each one of the, he says, he brings a riot, that each of these is true, that all the following Hanot are all usher. He says, we can't feed it to animals, that we spoke about. You can't plant it, you can't sell it to garden, you can't use it for medicine, you can't use it to dye clothes, and you can't make it to make clothes. He says, so exactly, each one, I'm, I'm not going to them, each one of them has a riot, each one of them that is true. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, what? If it's Mutter Bano, why would those be also? So, so he says, he says, well, what does it mean that it's Mutter Bano? He says, okay, you tell me Mutter Bano. He says, but all these things... Why can't you die close? Why not? I, I, I won't get to him. So each one of them has a right, so why not to do that? So he's nicely... Okay, wait, wait, time, time, time. Okay. What, what's going on here is like this. The Chazanish took what the Shabbat says. Okay, so, so, it's, if you look at the Sefer, it, he doesn't ever argue the Chazanish. Okay, so it's not a matter of, he can't say the Chazanish, he says, but I don't get it. He says, I don't know what the Chazanish is talking about. He says, because what, what Hanur did he have in mind that you're allowed to do? All these, most of the signs are actually from Chazanish. It's a fire. It, mo, so that's a question. He's certain fire you can't use it for, and certain you can use it even if it's also Hanur. Okay, so he comes out there, so he says, he, he doesn't get what kind of Hanur are we talking about that it's Muslim Hanur. If you want to say, you, you're right, all these could tell you that it's not also Hanur, that that's true. You want to say it's Muslim it's Hanur, but what Hanur are you going to do with it? So the, the one he can come up with is you can't sit on it. Okay, it's what the one means you can sit on. You put a bags of like you know bags of watermelon seeds on the floor. You can sit on it. <coughs> right, you can sit on his watermelon seeds. He's not so convinced. Okay, but Rav Shem Zalman and Rav Asher Weiss ask very similar questions to this, and they have a different hesper which fits in with what we said before. They say like this. They say it depends why, what kind of sweeten you have. If you have sweeten where the Hanah is the primary use of the Svichin. Like, for example, alfalfa is meant for animal food. So the primary way you use Svichin is 
you have from not from it. You feed it to animals, or you dye clothes, or whatever the different things are. The primary use of this thing is for svichin, is for la hana, then hana's osir. If it's only a secondary use that you have hana from it, that's when hana's mutter. Which fits in with what we said beforehand, which is, when the when Yushami said that Teven has no Isr Svichan on it, it's because they only ask the Isr Svichan on the primary use of the food, because figuring, if you won't be able to use it for the primary use, you would no more plant it. If it's only a secondary use, they didn't answer it. So it's not that Hanah per se is mutter. When Hanah is secondary, which it often is, you know, if you have a corn growing, but the Hanah I can have from corn to light it and make my manure out of it, that's secondary to the fact that I want to use it for eating. So the secondary use is sort of like Teven. Um, it's not that Hanah is really mutter. It's when Hanah is only secondary to the main way you use it, that's when Hanah is mutter. Okay. Two other things. Two other things like this. Um, if things that are Michael Adam and Michael Behemoth have Kedushish Fias. Things that are not eaten by people or by animals don't have Kedushish Fias. So you have a tree that doesn't have any fruit, it has no Kedushish Fias to it. So, flowers, flowers. We're going to talk about flowers. Not, flowers not for now. When we get to Kedushish Fias, we'll talk about flowers have a special rule. To them. Today, we're not talking about flowers at all. Um, so, um, the person can assume that something that has no Kedushish Fias has no Israel speaking on it either. Okay, now, that, that point that I just said is not completely logical, because the Isra Svichin is, Chamur you would plant something. Well, if I plant this thing for some other reason, I don't eat it. Let's say I like to look at it. Okay, I plant it for, well, why wouldn't they be chashish that I plant those? You're not going to plant those things on Shemitah either. You're not just not allowed to plant food items, you're not allowed to plant anything on Shemitah. So, why would they chashish that I plant that also? But seemingly, the Svar is, the Svar is, that if something doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, then it's not in, sort of the, in the rules, you know, it's, it's out of the book. The book, oh, these are the things that our Shemitah applies to. If Shemitah doesn't apply to it, then all of the Shemitah don't apply to it, even though the Svichin rule should have applied to it, because Svichin is, is really so that you won't play it. But, somehow, if it's out, it's out. Once it's not, you know, the rule, these are the things that have Kedusha Shviyas, that's like what counts. If it doesn't count, then it's not included even for the Svichin part. Okay, one last thing is, what do you do with Svichin? You actually have to destroy them. Okay. Well, it has to choose. You can't destroy it. So there's a question that's, that's a good point. The Chazish talks about that. Is, is, are you allowed? Are you allowed to be destroy Svich and be dying because it has kedusha Svich and now destroy kedusha Svich? But on the other hand, because the Chacham answered this food, then by its nature it's not edible. It, it, it became not edible, so now things that are not edible, you're allowed to destroy. He, the Chazish is specific about that. Whether is there an issue to be ma'avit Svich and be dying? That would be when we get the Kedusha Shviyas. Or right to bed, we'll talk about that. Okay. So, that's the question. Okay. The, 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 you would think, now, we, we had said some time ago that the way you decide the status of a vegetable, I mean, I mean the status is, how do you decide whether it's a Shemitah vegetable or not Shemitah vegetable? It depends on when you harvest it. Okay? So if you have uh, tomatoes that are growing and you pick them from the field today, then they're six-year produce. If you pick them in a month from now, they're going to be Shemitah produce. Okay? If you pick them in the eighth year, they're going to be not Shemitah produce. It doesn't matter when you plant it, it depends when you pick it. That's when it, that's the year is performed by when you pick it. That would mean is, and I just told you, that if there's no Kedusha Shviyas, then there's no Svichin either. So that would mean is, if a tomato plant was planted, started growing on Shemitah, and I picked it after Shemitah, what should we do then? You say, well, it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, because it's picked after Shemitah, it depends on when you pick it. Uh, I picked it after Shviyas. It doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, it shouldn't have Nisha Shviyas on it either. I just told you that if there's no Kedusha Shviyas, then there's no Shviyas either. So if I pick the, the, the tomato on Tzorim Gedai in a year from now, it shouldn't have Kedusha Shviyas. Okay. So, in fact, that's not the truth. Right? That's, the, that's the letter that of the law. That if I have a law, something that's also doing Kedusha Shviyas while it's still on the tree, it should be able to do it. 
It's not in the, it's not in the bush because it's not Kodesh, it's only picket. It's not, I don't know if it's fish until I pick it. You mean if I can enjoy one on the tree? Yeah, if I can do something for the carrot while it's in the ground. That's an interesting question. I'm not sure. If I have to pick it in the hay, it's in the hay. It's not Kodesh, it's fish. Okay, it's a good question. I'm not sure. It's a good I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, so, so the, the, even though in the letter law that's correct, the Chacham were afraid that people would really pick things at the end of the seventh year, and they would hold it off until the eighth year. That's what they would do. So Chacham made a rule. The following, you know, so it has a speaker like rule for a little bit after Shemitah. And that is like this. You can only eat vegetables after Shemitah if you meet one of the three criteria. The first is, if any of these are good enough. The first is, if there's any possibility that it came from Chutz Aretz, you're really allowed to eat it. Okay? Again, it, was, it was picked in the eighth year. Really, it was picked in the eighth year. Well, the produce that's out there was picked in the eighth year, but it's usher to eat it, unless it's a possibility it came from Chutzar, then the Chacham weren't worried. Another is, if it's already long enough after Shemitah that people could have planted after Shemitah and it would have grown by now, let's say, let's say tomatoes take three weeks to go, I don't know, let's say it takes three weeks to go. So three weeks after Shemitah, you could eat these tomatoes, which are actually from during Shemitah, because there was enough time that someone could have planted them and they would have been harvested by now. If you know that they were actually... No, or if you're no, no. If it, in the mark, if it's enough time that it could have grown by now, that... Right, exactly. You don't know that these are picked on Shemitah, but you're just... That you're, but it's been three, four weeks, and therefore... You're like, yeah. And the last thing is, if it comes Hanukkah, once Hanukkah comes, you let anything. This whole thing doesn't apply once Hanukkah comes, just like a, like a cutoff. You know, it's like two months after Shemitah, just a cutoff. After Hanukkah, you can eat all these things. Uh, but even if you don't know when it was... Maybe it's picked in seventh year. You don't have to know. I don't remember about that. But the opposite case, what happens if I planted something today and it was picked on Shemitah? Okay, uh, we'll be for next time. Um, it fits with what we talk about next time.